I'll stand by passengers, see me at the podium, your seat is empty. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. I'm Monique. And I'm Tyler. And we're missing Laura today. We are. This is my fault, though. I forgot to invite her. Producer Tyler. <laughs> no, that's... We recorded with all of us about a week ago for the 4th of July. It's our 4th of July show. And I had put a card in our memory card in to record on that I used from like the wrong one. And so it was full. And I didn't even know. We had this whole conversation. There was... You made a great episode. Good conversation. Stuff. Yeah. And then I went to edit it last night and I was like, oh, crap. There's nothing there. <laughs> It'd be so, our shortest episode ever. So we're going to do a short one real quick so we can still put something up, but it's the 4th of July, so enjoy the holiday, but we want to so put something up. But yeah, Laura's in London right now. She gets back to later today, the 4th of July. Um, what Are you working tomorrow on the 4th? No, I'm still off. Yeah, I'm, it's my last day of vacation. Okay. I, I have a shift and then I picked up another one because it's time and a half. So it's we're kind of like light. That is loads, nice. So I'm hopefully just going to be hanging out in the break room and getting paid time and a half to, and then I'll go out and watch fireworks. Oh yeah, because you can see them pretty good from all around the city. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, I was outside and get to see some. They don't show them at the airport or at the airplanes. Good, because that would be dangerous. I think. Are you guys doing some here? What are you doing? I, we're we've got friends. I'm not sure which where we're going to, but yeah, we've got some friends. We're Did you see go. that video that show you on Twitter? Yes, so it's like don't invite me to your house unless your fireworks <laughs> look like this. <laughs> it was that fun. someone had so it looked like it was in Utah. Did you find it like I got Utah vibes from it? Yes, and someone was just shooting them in the front yard and. One had shot over and caught like their stash in their car and the whole, it was crazy. Yeah, it was like the biggest finale ever out of someone's van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're grabbing their kids and running because it was like. Right, it was, it was, but it was dangerous. Like it, yeah, yeah. it was, if you didn't have kids sitting 10 feet away, it would have been pretty. But Well, yeah, so where we miss Lara, this is the first time since she's joined us that she has missed a show. We haven't had her on because you missed a couple and I missed, I think, one. Yeah. And so in like a year and a half. That's but, a pretty uh, good record. Yeah. So this is our chance to talk bad about flight attendants. So if you have anything. I'm here for it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. First, why do we hate about flight attendants? <laughs> no, so this last week has been pretty crazy for non-revving. Yes. And it, travel in general, but not for my family, even though we traveled. So Captain how about brags I, a lot. Okay. Well, I'm not brags. I would just, it was, it was so weird to watch what happening, but. So we we talk about this a lot over the years. Every 4th of July, we go up to Idaho. For yes. the, it's a reunion for our family. We went up for a couple of days in Yellowstone. And, and then we spent a couple more days in Idaho Falls. About a week's worth total. And I knew, I was more worried about getting up there. We went up a week before. Well, luckily enough, we went up yeah, about a week before the 4th. Yeah. So, the 4th, so I even went at even a couple of days early. I end up, our flights kind of filled up a little bit. So last minute, we jumped on a Southwest flight, my whole family and five of us, at 5.30 in the morning. We got it because it was like 90 seats open. It's on staff traveler. It closed up. I said, I, we had a new, we had that. It was like $130 for five Zs. So it wasn't bad, even though I'm like, 
That's a lot of money. <laughs> but yeah, to get five people to travel around the fourth, that's that's not bad. But yeah, it was wide when open. You're used to free. I so did I tell you it. what happened on the flight though? No, start? you just knew. I, I saw you posted a picture. So we boarded wide open. We get our own rows because we're kids and everything. The whole everything, the flight was pretty. And as I'm boarding, I heard the the pilot comes off and he says to the gate agent. We just found it. And I was like, that's not a good thing. <laughs> and he's not talking about the keys. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. We get boarded and within like three minutes, they go, planes out of service, everyone off. Oh, no. And I knew that. I was still, I was still checked in for our flights. Just in case. Just in case, yeah. Till we like in the air or if we divert back to Phoenix. Then. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm always checked in. But within 30 minutes, we had got to a new gate, loaded, and took off. Like they had unloaded the plane. But there's only like, there's 90 seats open. So, but still, that's crazy yeah. fast. Unloaded the plane, got us over to the new one, like two gates over. We completely boarded and pushed back in 30 minutes. It was, they did a great job. Well, cause I know we kind of talked about Southwest having their like older system, right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's, that's a fast recovery time. If I you think guys... that early in the morning, they probably had a lot of planes on the ground and they, they were could able just to steal another one quick, grab swap another it out one, or... have more time to fix that one. Yeah. So, but it was, it was impressive. They did a good job. But uh, yeah, so we got up there, no stress for me. I mean, we, we we left. We had to cancel like one appointment that my wife had. So not a big deal. But what about you guys? You guys, I watched you be as stressed, not everything. Oh, I, I, I yes, I, that was very stressful because I had so I had five people that I had to work around getting there. Three of us were in Phoenix. One was so Zachy was in Chicago, and then Tani was up in Cody, Wyoming, actually because. She was surprising her best friend up there for her birthday. So trying to figure out how to get, well, first of all, just to get Tawny from Cody, which our airline doesn't even fly in and out of. It's just United, right? Yeah. So I was on staff traveler, like nonstop before that. I even spent a good like two hours at work when we were just having downtime. I like racked up over a hundred credits. Yeah. (laughs) I had, I think at one point I had up to like 117 or 20 credits in my bank because i was like i'm gonna need these to get all everyone it's summer yeah <laughs> yeah up to salt lake so uh, trying to figure out where to get tawny out of cody on united using staff teller filled up oh did it? okay so she didn't even fly out of cody her friend was willing to drive her to billings which i guess was about a two-hour drive and she took delta nonstop. But I'm sitting there on Staff Traveler and Delta, I feel like is a little notorious for being slow on there. Yeah. So I'm like praying. I'm like, please update me, please, please, because I was worried that she would drive all that way and not get and then still not get on. So I actually reached out to Dorico. Oh nice. And I was like, hey, I'm reading like one thing from once I checked her in, Delta kind of gives you you can kind of see the loads a little bit on there. Yeah. But I was like, I'm reading it one way, but staff traveler's telling me something different. Can you kind of clarify? So he kind of told me she looks good. There's actually like this many seats. And so I was like, okay, babe, go for it. Like, you look good though. Do that one. Yeah. So she drove like the two, two and a half hours to take a Zed Fair to do Delta Down. Zachy actually got the day off work, just kind of random. His boss kind of told him, hey, we're a little overstaffed. So he was able to get leave early. Yeah. So he, I was like, can you get to the airport in like three hours? And he was like, he's like, yeah. He actually made the nonstop and he got first class. On a CRJ, right? Yeah. If you're going to fly a CRJ, that's the way to go. <laughs> so we go. But that's a long flight from Chicago to Salt Lake. It's like a three hour flight, right? It's like a three, three and a half hour flight. Yeah. Oh, so it was kind of crazy. So they, he 
got first on that, which I think I even used a vacation pass because I was just didn't. Oh, yeah. Well, because it was going to be closer and then opened up for some reason. But I had been looking about taking him, yeah, through New York and and weather was kind of happening there and everywhere. I just was thinking of having him sleep in San Francisco for the night. (laughs) Like I was looking at all these routes. So when he said he had the day off, I was like, take it, buddy. Like, yeah, go. Go. And then out of Phoenix, there was me and the two girls. We had Ali Joe and Hayden and they had work until like four yeah so i knew like it it was gonna be kind of hard to see what we could do so i was also on staff traveler look i was looking at options of going on southwest later that night or the next day or us flying maybe to vegas and then take sleeping in the vegas airport well those the ones on our line they had looked good just like the days that i was supposed to and every single day they closed up like they just slam closed yes like almost every day i was watching it every day for like a week and i was like I don't trust these. That's why we took the Southwest because it was just it closed. Like I was trying, I was like, Monique's on her own, but I hope she knows. Like, because yeah, the where was like a three o'clock that I was like, it didn't look great, and then there was like a six o'clock that at one point had like twenty seats the day before. So I was yeah. like, we should be fine. Like we're not even worried about it. And then about noon, you texted me and you were like, the three o'clock opened up. It has like twenty open seats. Get to the airport. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I was like, oh crap. Because <laughs> I'm I'm in the middle of trying to pack us. I'm trying to pack half a Tani because she was out at Cody. So I said I would yeah. get the rest of our trip ready for. Her. And so I'm trying to talk to Hayden. Like, can you be ready in like 20 minutes to get to the airport? And she's like, I haven't even started packing. And I was like, Oh crap! So we're trying to like navigate. Do I? I normally I like to be the last one out. Yeah, I like to get no, everyone yeah. on the planes and then I go. Just in, I'm kind of there to help navigate everyone at the very end, but. We kind of decided, okay, if there's 20 open seats right now, something probably happened and they're going to fill up that later flight. So if I can get on the earlier one that saves a seat for the girls on that, the later one tonight. So I was able to, I got to the airport. I even had a friend like roll me over to the earlier one because I thought we've got a ton of bags to check. This is going to be easier. Anyway, I had kind of a conversation with one of the ticket people. (laughs) <laughs> she was confused at what I was doing and I was like, it's not that hard. Just check my bags, please. Yeah. Anyway, so I made it on the earlier flight, the three o'clock with a seat open next to me. I got, so I now I land up in Salt Lake. I'm watching the flights. Zachy and Tani are like racing each other in. Also, as in this meantime, I've now used over 50 credits. <laughs> I think I'm down. Yeah. Like 56 credits left in my bank. On staff traveler trying to figure out now how okay so if the girls don't get on this later flight how do they get to salt lake what are we going to do yeah so i zaki and tani land we're still looking at it and that's when we realize i'm like watching on my phone they're not going to make our flight well that's what because it was so open then there was like a family of seven the reg revenue standbys right yes and i was like I hope they split. If not, then you're in trouble. When that's what I kept saying. If there's a family of seven, they've got to have kids. They've got to have kids in there and they're not going to be splitting. And I hear like the girls text and they're like, they're all adults. And I was like, son of a biscuit. (laughs) Cause that means they're, they're going to split. And so, yeah, I'm sitting there watching it and I'm watching, I have it like an app on my phone where I can actually see who hasn't boarded yet. Okay. So I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, there's a party too that got in this morning. Like they haven't boarded yet. I was like, there's something weirds going on with them. It filled up and the girls didn't make it. Yeah. And as I'm looking at it, staff traveler was telling me that the Southwest flight also didn't look good. It's closing up too. It's closing up. So I was it like, because it was pretty good, right? And then also it was like, yeah, I think there was like 20 seats and like 15 people listed. 
So I was like, okay, they're still going to make it. But then like the 35 non-rows from our flight is like, oh, let's go there too. So yeah. it's, I told those girls, as soon as I knew they didn't make ours, I said, you run over to Southwest right now. Yeah, I think I texted you that too. If you didn't know, I was like, go check check, go check it now. At this point, we were going to wait for him at the airport. I called mom and dad and I was like, come pick us up. Because I said, who knows if they're going to make this Southwest one. And the other option was after not doing that, then I was going to send him on our flight through Chicago to sleep on that plane <laughs> and then get on the flight in Chicago and get into Salt Lake the next morning. But on like but, Delta too, like, right? It wasn't even on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they were going to, they were going to, the op- other option was on us to Chicago and then Delta in the morning. But they got over Southwest. Their agent was actually like, it looks pretty good for you guys. And, the girls have kind of learned from us about giving treats and stuff. Okay. And so they go, should we give them candy? And I was like, yes, <laughs> give them candy. So they went over, got them food, and then went back and like gave the to Southwest agent some candy. Oh, nice. And that's what I was like. If anything, she's probably going to remember your face now. Yeah. Like, But they got on it. So that was great. We all made it there in one night. So if you think about it, we really only two people missed one flight. Yeah. That's they just didn't impressive. get on their very first flight. Which yeah. is not that uncommon. Or wouldn't it like holiday stuff? Yeah. So, and they saved their vacation passes. Yeah. Not that like. Yeah. No, because that's what I was a little bummed. I'm like, it is frustrating when you use vacation passes for one leg. Yeah. It's like, ah. So then my stress level went. You seem so much happier after that. Oh, yeah. I, I was that day. I, I even text them. I was like, I have gone through over 50 coins. <laughs> and I think the girls were like, what does that even mean? I was like, it means that I woke up at 3.30 stressed about this. Just started. Yeah. like, And I was already on Give it. Give me like, the whole board. Exactly. was like remember sam he was like he went into the war room to like get someone like <laughs> you need like multiple screens and like but when you do that you can find places um it could have went to chicago and delta you, know, you you had options to get them there but and that's what i think sometimes it is good and bad to have that many options i think sometimes it does get overwhelming because you are looking at so many pieces yeah that and sometimes it makes me not probably as good a communicator because there's so much going on in my head seeing all these different flights and I'm probably only giving people bits and pieces and so they don't actually also know what's going on. So just trust me. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, I should just say like, here's plan A and plan B. That's all you're going to hear. But if we were like Lara and we all had jump seat, it would be no problem. Oh, yeah. This is where jump seat privilege would be huge for sure. Well, yeah. and the fact that her and Dave get it is... Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. No stress. Yeah, she has zero reason to take Xanax before flying. <laughs> That's just for fun. Just for fun. So, did I tell you who I got to see up there? I saw pictures. With Angie. Yeah. So, Angie is one of our best listeners. So, she is a, a gate agent in Salt Lake, and she's been so supportive, and we just had a great time with lunch with her. And her son works for FedEx. He's working on his, also is in school to become a mechanic. Oh, cool. And so... They travel, they use the benefits, so it's... But she's the one, Angie's the one that helped mom and dad, right? Yeah, so when our parents flew on um, on her airline, they, she helped, she wasn't even working that day. She called, because she's just, for, just friends with us, she called her friends and said, take care of these people. Yeah, that's so cool. So she's, it was so nice to meet. I, I met her before, to have some time to get and talk to her, so I wish you could have came, but you were, that was your stress day. <laughs> and that was the one time that we had to do that so but hopefully she can come down so that was a lot of fun yeah that would i would love to meet her yeah but uh and and at that same time our friend beryl was flying to milan she had a girl's trip that she was going to yeah there were four or five of them yeah yeah they they flew jfk and then got there and she actually flew to the guardia 
but then had a connection. Yeah, because yeah, then she took like a taxi yeah. over and I was asking her about it. And it seemed actually fairly smooth. Yeah, because I was like kind of crazy be. going to Europe. I mean, go try, but but they they all got on. Well, because yeah, I was kind of talking to her, and I'm so nosy that I was sitting there tracking her the whole time because her niece had an issue out of I think it was Cincinnati because the agent didn't get her checked in for the full way, and I was like, it irks me when agents don't do their job correctly. Yeah, because one, it just makes us look bad. Us too. I- well, and, and when it, especially yeah, if you're flying standby and you're going international, like you need that check-in time. So she did everything right. She even verified with the agent, "Is this right?" and still didn't check her in. So they had to wait in a long line, I guess. In New York, because you said that she got on the plane, but she hadn't scanned her passport. I don't know. So I thought they wouldn't let you do that. No, they took that away. That inhibitor was taken out, okay. so you can go internationally and be scanned on. Like they could scan your boarding card without having your passport swiped for everyone or just everyone. Standbys. Oh, okay. But the thing is, standbys have to be careful with it because your check-in time doesn't continue with you. Yeah, I had that. So you you want to make sure your passport and documents are all verified before they give you a seat on the first leg. Okay. See, Kelsey and I had kind of something about this. We were talking about it at Dorkfest because it must be a new glitch in our system this last year or so where it's not picking up that second leg. So now people are getting mid-transit and they don't have their check-in time that they need, especially for those long hauls. Well, when we went to Frankfurt two Christmases ago, Katie had my passport because I was parking the car. And so she was supposed to scan both of them for us. And so when I we got our tickets, mine didn't give me the Dallas to Frankfurt. Yeah. So, but as, as we couldn't figure it out. But as soon as I scanned it, the passport, then it printed off and gave it to me. Yeah, that's exactly. It okay, just needs so. to make sure all the documents are in there. But the, that's the thing is we could still scan you to Dallas okay. without that being there. But the problem is then you're not going to show up on the list in Dallas in for, Dallas okay. to Frankfurt and so then you're going to they're going to have to then check you in again a little confusing in yeah. Dallas and then you lose your original you know what I mean you could possibly lose almost 24 hours so for our, 11, 12 hours of check-in being, time that's a big deal for our airline that's a for check-in time yeah. yeah that's huge kind of stuff but it was funny because I was even watching I was watching upgrades on it and I was like oh some premium economies are opening up for you and so she ended up i believe three of them ended up in premium economy i think i was doing the same thing yeah when she told me she's like we don't have a a flight attendant so her niece or someone was looking at jumping in there so i'm looking at the crew list and i'm trying (laughs) to find out make sure they've got crew for them not that there's anything i could do but i was still watching it all because i was like i want to make sure they got there and then yeah she was sending me some pictures of their place the hotel there and stuff i was pretty jealous looked like a fun trip yeah i want to go and see the food they ate and everything when, so when they were coming back, because when they were coming back, we were in Salt Lake and we we had made it before that storm hit the East Coast. And it kind of reminded me of, I mean, our airline, I, I think only flies Milan JFK right now. Like, we, oh, really? we don't fly to Miami place. anymore. And so they on our airline, they kind of had to come back to JFK. Do you remember what Rico was saying about checking the weather, though? Because I don't know if they we could have, they could have anything or said we're just not going to do it. But the weather hit the East Coast bad that's when oh because there were like two hurricanes or there was like some weather storms back to back to back weren't there for yeah so they had they had a couple storms that just like ground stopped everything in the east coast and then they had the atc tower that went down in the east coast that's and that's news. what i would i think i was writing her on the flight she was had internet so i was kind of writing her and i was like it's ugly just so, i think they came in the next day after all that but i was like you're gonna have people stranded. You're coming in a bad time, yeah, to, to, to New York area, and I was like, well, it's probably worse for United 
which if you listen to like Nick Strip, their show that came out yesterday, mm-hmm. I listened to this morning and it, it, they they got hit like the whole West Coast and or the East Coast. Sorry, it was like we were just like I was following it the whole week, but I was just like, oh, she's gonna. Vera was able to get on a flight because she was on a confirmed ticket. Yeah, back to Dallas. Her niece took her four days to get home. <gasps> four days. Get, I didn't know that. To get to Cincinnati, like after a couple of days in New York, she ended up buying a ticket somewhere else and then oh, driving. No. And it was like, yeah, it was, I think it was Tuesday and they get home to Friday. So three or four days. Yeah. So I feel like such a brat right now. I was like, my girls had to wait one whole flight <laughs> to get to Salt Lake. Four days. And that's the thing. It was like, for me, the traveling that weekend, this last weekend, it was like, a 90 seats on Southwest and then coming home was like just under 80. Yeah, that's crazy. We kind of hit like in the, in the weird time for that holiday weekend. Yeah. And so, but everyone's just writing this stuff like shelter in place. Like don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. Like a couple of people that um, Kelsey's been helping out with our social media and asked like, have you traveled? And people were like, oh, it was ugly. Like, oh, really? People were just, yeah, getting stuck trying to get anywhere. So. Well, that's things I've been off work for almost two weeks now, so I'm kind of out of loop, but I have seen some of the work emails saying that like our unaccompanied minors have had embargoes for like the full East Coast. Oh, wow. Not yeah. just like one airport. It was like, do not send UMs okay. to the East Coast, which you know that means they're expecting people to be stranded overnight, Wow, which is not a good sign. Yeah. So yeah, I've seen that a couple times where I'm like, who knew? Well, that's what Doug interest said. They had that day. And then for the next couple of days, they had kept having like three hour ground stops in, in New York area. So you can't even catch your, like you're trying to recover, yeah, but as, you can't. Every time I tried and they had, it was kind of like Southwest had, but Ooh. United was having that in a smaller, but it was just crew everywhere, sleeping in cots and Ooh, that's it messy. was, yeah. And we were just like. Land of the free. <laughs> enjoying the. <laughs> Tell us what your thoughts on Yellowstone. We've never, have we talked about Yellowstone on this show? I don't know. I think it's kind of fitting for the 4th of July, though. It was the first national park in the United States. Okay. It's I, somewhere that we grew up going a lot. Yes. We used to go there every fall break. Because much. we weren't flying family. Our parents weren't rich. Yeah. But it was, what, like five hours from there? What so a five hour drive up we there. We seemed like we drove up. And plus, our, our, our grandparents lived just down the road. I mean, in Idaho, so. We ran like every year, didn't we? Seems like almost. For good, I would say 10 plus years. It was yeah. our fall break because we, you weren't in baseball at that time. So it was kind of our free time to kind of choose somewhere. Yeah. No, we had a really good time. So we. I was kind of not- dreading the, the crowds, but they weren't quite as bad as I thought they would be. True. I was thinking, cause that's what we used to go, like I said, in the fall. So yeah. the crowds were down. Yeah. And I remember our dad always saying, like, well, good thing we're not here over the 4th of July because it would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so when mom was like, we're going to Yellowstone over the 4th, I was like, uh, didn't you guys always say how bad it would be? But it wasn't as bad as I th- thought it could be. Yeah. But my kids had never been. Okay. So it was a first for them. So they, they were excited. And it is funny how they've had benefits for a year now. Like flight benefits. Okay. So they've already started to get in the mindset. Yeah. Like kind of like me over three hours, we shouldn't be driving, driving, <laughs> but so we're driving up there and we hit, we're pulling like in Idaho falls and they're like, wait, is this where we flew into last year? And I feel like you could kind of hear of like, why didn't we fly in yeah. here again? <laughs> like, it, well, we had family photos, family pictures in Salt Lake. So Salt we Lake. did have to fly into Salt Lake, but it was kind of funny. Well, it wasn't even an option because the non-step's gone, but yeah, so yeah. we had to go to Salt Lake anyways. But you could kind of tell they were kind of like, uh, we could have just avoided this car yeah. ride. But we did, there's a place called Bear World 
that's just outside of kind of Idaho Falls yeah. that you drive through and they just have a gazillion bears there. I think at one point when we were driving through, I counted eight bears just like in sight right next to us. And I was getting, I had to drive. Well, I didn't have to, but I was a driver. Okay. And I was so excited. I still was like clapping in the car. Like I was so <laughs> excited. And I told dad after and he was like, your mom was doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but you drive right through them. Like they let you in the gate and you're driving like. Yeah, in- they're, they're not in cages. They're not in. There's no fences for where you like once you're in. So you're kind of in their giant cage with them. So they're just playing right there, walking right along side you. That's a, I stayed out of there because our dad was worried about their bikes, their electric bikes. Yeah. Because when we were younger. Yeah, we, we were going through and then someone had a motorhome with like four-wheelers on the back. And the bears climbed up on the four-wheelers and just ripped the, the seats. Seat, just tore them up. Tore them up. So, yeah, there was a concern about having the bikes on the back. So, we took those off before. Because they will just climb on your truck. Like, you're not supposed to tell you. Don't, don't stop. Like top speed though was like five miles an hour or something yeah. like that. But it was funny at one point, there was one just like walking down a little dirt road in front of us. And my old Sally Joe was like, I'm going to pee my pants. Because like, <laughs> it is kind of nerve wracking. You're just, they're right there with you. And our dad had said too, because I was a little nervous. He goes, just make sure the doors are locked. And I was like, okay. So I kept making sure those doors <laughs> were locked. But, and then they have the little baby bears that are just right there you can see so they're all playing and a little petting zoo area so we had a good time just walking around the kids loved yeah they had a great time all of it we got to the cabin up in island park and place was beautiful up there it's, yeah our parents rented a big cabin that could hold all of us off airbnb i believe yeah they ended up getting one there and then one later on the week down out falls which i'm we'll talk about but i'm so curious about who's renting those places in at all falls but the, the iona or not the iona like Yellowstone Island Park, I get. Yeah. Cause there's like a purpose cause you're going right into Yellowstone cause it's only about maybe a 20 minute drive up into the park. Yeah. But so yeah, so just kind of hung out that night. Next day we got up and we did horseback riding, which was so cool. I've, I've maybe been on a horse when I was like five, but like it was like a photo prop kind of thing more. Yeah. Like this was my first like time. Like <laughs> those little ones you put a quarter in yeah. <laughs> no so i was a little nervous but i've heard that you have to be calm because they'll like sense it so i'm like trying to like do some breathing and stay calm so the kids were excited about it too so we got them up went and did that it was beautiful i guess there was a time where the guide was like do you want to kind of stay level or do you want to go up the hill and our mom like immediately like was like up we're going up oh, really? <laughs> so yeah and ellie joe was like i just wanted to stay level like the going up made me nervous but we did we had a beautiful lake i think it was called silver lake up there but we had a view of it that was just it was incredible it was super pretty uh, riding horses is, is interesting it's it's i felt like part of me had to be so focused though on like steering them yeah. and getting it to go that i didn't get it appreciate as much of the beauty just sit back in so i think it's one that if you did more you would probably have even more fun you just be more relaxed at it but yeah. i still really enjoyed it and the kids had a good time though too they all had no problem getting up on their horses i was like i'm gonna need the step stool every time because <laughs> i have stubby legs and they are not flexible they're not camels where they like go down and you can climb up and they stand up <laughs> no, these weren't that well trained but yeah it was we had a good time with with doing that yeah, we got. To, we spend time with our cousins in Nada Falls. It's fun. We have we have a couple of handful of cousins that listens to the show every week. Yeah, and a couple of them came. Caitlin Taylor came to Dallas, so they the were there for up, our yeah. meetup. 
That was a fun couple of days. So on the way home, that day we stopped at Hill Air Force Base. It's in Utah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know until we got home, and I was wondering where the heck you guys were. Because we left it for you? Yeah. Have you been to the museum there? Years ago. I think I was maybe in high school okay. or so. So this is kind of more aviation, so if you're not into that, sorry. But but you guys just did it a couple years ago, didn't you? Is so it that I, cool? I took my boys a couple years ago, but we got there. It was like closing in 30 minutes, and oh, so we didn't get run. to see hardly any of it. The reason I wanted to go, I wanted to go to it because all my kids love airplanes for some yeah, reason for some reason <laughs> and they have an airplane there that i wanted to see so about a year ago our dad sent me a link to this story this pilot an air force pilot telling a story about the sr-71 do you know what that is no so it's this plane that was created that was the fastest plane ever oh and it was created the u.s government created it to take pictures it doesn't shoot it's just but it flies like we fly like 30, 40,000 feet. Like a 40 is probably the highest. Okay. It flies at 90,000 feet. Oh, dang. It's like goes so high up and that you can see like it's, I mean, it's, they have to wear a, a space shoot, a suit inside of it. The okay. two pilots. But they fly over, they would fly over the Cold War, like over Russia, North Korea, and like fly over the world. But it's like so fast, they're supposed to almost be like untrackable, yeah, so, kind of like well, they're just going so fast. They you could can't see even, them, like, but they couldn't. Yeah. They said they get shot it. all the time and it was, yeah, they just, because they would go so fast and so our dad sent us this link and so that's why i kind of learned about it and then i was listening to this other podcast called layovers that i like it they're out of europe okay and the guy that was on that that did the speech he just passed away like a month ago hmm. so for like a week i've been watching his, t- his talk again it's really cool like everyone should go check it out because he was shot down in the air force and was like left to die in oh, wow. Korea and came back and ended up flying it. His whole body was like completely burned. Oh, it, wow. It's a pretty inspirational talk. Like, yeah, is like how he fought back and they didn't want to let him fly it because, and he kept. Sounds like it should be a movie. It, yeah, probably should. Like, if it, it hasn't already. But so this plane, and they have one of these planes at Hill Air Force Base. Oh, cool. And I've never seen one in person. And so I wanted to see it. So. We got to go in and see it, but they have all kinds of. It was a, it's a big museum, like, and they have stuff outside, like a bunch of huge planes, and then two big hangars worth of planes inside. As we're going through the, this little kid section too, I was looking at this guy and I was like, "That guy looks familiar." Who, who it was? Uh huh. So I was like, "Is it?" And it was uh, the former governor Huntsman, John Huntsman. He ended up running for president. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, he, he was, was an like an ambassador for ambassador a while too. For, yeah, yeah sometimes I was like, that guy looks familiar. But he was there with his grandkids. But uh, so it was kind of cool for the around the Fourth of July to go see all that, like the old U.S. planes and military. So if they have stuff. a tip jar there. He should have been able to tip very well. Probably being Huntsman. Yeah. <laughs> That's like okay. As like he's kind of a celebrity. He's in Utah. He's kind of a celebrity. I mean, even as I was, I was like ninety percent sure, kind of like the guy figured. I was like, and then as one of the guys was the volunteer said like, "Thanks, Governor." I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's him for sure." But uh, that was cool to see that plane because to be like, this is one of the fastest planes, the, you, the fastest plane in the world. Like, did you tell your boys? Did they think it was cool about the plane? Yeah, about how fast? It oh was. yeah, oh yeah. And Jacob kept going, "Where's the Blackbird?" Because that's what his nickname it was Blackbird. So it's it's a cool plane, but. uh that is cool. They got to go see that then. Yeah. So if you're ever in northern Utah, it's kind of by Ogden. It's called Hill Air Force Base. It's a free museum. Just pull oh, it up. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know free. it was free. Yeah, okay. it's free. So we actually had a picnic outside because we had packed our lunch. So we ate on our blankets like outside on the grass and then we walked through and yeah, it's free and it's it's cool. There's a lot of really cool planes in there. And I'm not a military guy. Like I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's part of my, th- I think I pointed out Hill Air Force Base as we drove up. Yeah. But 
yeah, that's I don't know military planes. Yeah, that's a there was there's a ton of them there, and they even had like an old Air Force One there, but it's not the seven forty seven. It's not even it's a pretty small one. So, but you, it's you know it's the color of it and the logo on it. It, it was at one time. Cool. Well, that's what I was saying. I don't even know like if it's not in our airline's fleet. I don't know because like Tawny took you called them lawn darts. The one forty five to oh, that's what we, we have to those. Cody. Yeah, we, oh, we do have those. We just don't have. Or we just got rid of it, but like we still have it in Phoenix though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's the thing. So yes, if it's not something that's like close to me or something, I would probably yeah. be on because I, I think I sent a link to you or like what she was on and you were like, oh my gosh, Nicole would be so excited. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so it's, it's cool. Yeah. If you can kind of be a little more familiar with. Yeah. But the military the ones military. is not, it gets over my head. I don't know what. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, that, that was cool to do. So if you're ever there, go check that out. Yeah, especially and, if it's free. Yeah. Like, if you got a couple hours then. Because even, like, the, the one we went to in Seattle, the which is cool, too, and they've got, like, the first 747. and I still I haven't been to that. Yeah, but that's, like, so tw- it's only $25, but, but still, but still yeah. like, yeah, but for free, and, and it's it's huge. They have a huge outdoor and indoor place, so. And I, th- I love that plane, just the fact that, and you should listen to that story. I'll just, we'll put a link to that. It's, like, an hour-long thing the guy talks, and um, he talks about Nixon had him. There was a bunch of comp- countries meeting in North Korea, like Russia, China, in North Korea. Yeah. And so Nixon had them fly over the country and like sonic boom them just to let them know that they knew they were there. Oh, really? He tells stories like that. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool stories because they go so fast, so high. And there's one more. I'll, I'll let you listen to it like, on your own. But uh, he said he having fun. So it's interesting story yeah but that that gentleman just passed away he just passed away that's why it's kind of like back on but that's the story that data sent it to us so. very cool well i hope everyone has a good fourth of july this is a little longer than i thought it was going to be but this fun just is chat yeah. but uh lara will be back next week she's when you're listening to this she's probably in the air you think you think they've already taken off well when should they people listen to this oh so i got you yeah, so got you. but uh they'll be back next week and we'll get to hear some more stories and uh yeah but uh, thanks you for listening. We appreciate everyone's support. Uh, we keep getting hearing people that, um, it was a strawberry mommy, Tracy. Mm-hmm. And she said she started from the beginning and I kind of cringed. I was like, ooh. <laughs> Hopefully you're, you're a good enough fan that you, you can listen to the first and you can just, but uh, other people had said, saw her tweet and said, I've listened to the first two. And so it, it means a lot to us, the people that have done that. So yes, for sure. But uh, thank you. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right, stay safe. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your non-rev loads. It is used by over 600,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non-rev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash non-rev lounge. For clarification, she does not take Xanax before flying. Is it dangerous to fly with fireworks? It's not a... And they don't go high enough. Oh, you mean like, I think you mean like checking them. Oh, no, no, no. Like, is it dangerous for planes to fly oh, when they're no, shooting off so. fireworks? <laughs> I just think no one travels. Like everyone's going to be where they're going to be. So the challenge is actually, you have to do it within a half an hour. You have to eat the full hamburger, a side of fries, and a drink. A big side, yeah. Um, yeah, the size of fries like, could feed a family. But he thought, I'm going to dip the bread in the water like they do in challenges. 
Okay, like the the, one, the, the hot dog people. Yeah, have you seen you them see this they, morning? Yeah. Um, so he he thought that would be a good idea, but he has very sensory things, so <laughs> it like almost made him throw up, and then he couldn't eat anymore, so he was done. 